plates, right? You hit two plates, bench press. Good job, Kyle. Strong chest. DarbyCast, Wildcard Friday. Hey, what's up? Welcome. How do we send it into the weekend and do it right? I know a lot of you, maybe on your mind is the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing where for four hours, senators got together and they yelled at Attorney General William Barr as he calmly was just like, hey, like, what are you, uh, was there a question in there? Boy, what an opportunity they took to just make overarching grandstanding remarks for random media snippets that will be played ad infinitum on just about every news network around. There were a select few senators on that committee who were like, hey, so federal property is uh, arsons going on. What, uh, what should I tell my constituents? How are you going to prevent the sustained violence going on in major urban centers from metastasizing to other places around the country? And the attorney general was like, yeah, that's an issue. We're, uh, we want to do something about it. And then, of course, you get these brilliant people like Jerry Nadler, who looks like the penguin a little bit. If you know anything about Cobblepot from the Batman DC comic, Mr. Cobblepot, the penguin, short, squat, dirtbag, very menacing. Jerry Nadler. He's about four foot three. If you've ever seen any kind of picture or video of him and he does not walk. He's incapable of walking. He strictly sticks to waddling. And he's um he's an interesting fellow. When confronted earlier in the week and was like, hey, so what do you think about uh all the sustained violence going on in like Portland and other places around the country? He was like, that's a myth. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, pal. That's uh that's a hot take. That's interesting. Cite your sources. What's going on, pal? He is literally the chairman of our legislative body's judiciary oversight committee. And he, for one reason or another, either has no idea that cities and federal property are being vandalized, burned, and that riots have continued all around the country for upwards of like two months. He's oblivious to it or he's turning a blind eye to it. And I would have to think that it might be the latter. Maybe he just hasn't heard, you know, a uh, sitting senator. Maybe it just maybe it just hasn't made it to his desk that uh, it's, there's some stuff going down. Do you think the people who are, quote unquote, protesting still, do you think they get together in like little huddles before they go out and take their fireworks that they've hammered nails into? Do you think they kind of huddle up and say a prayer and be like, this one's for George Floyd? I don't know. Maybe they do. Boy, is there a, a lot going on in this crazy world of ours? And you got to love the coverage of it, where it's like these mostly peaceful protests sometimes escalate. It's rare, but they sometimes do. And they're mostly peaceful. It's like, what, what are you talking about? It's amazing. Because I think most people 
in the country, I'm going to be honest with you. I think they are left of center or center or right or extreme right. I think most people are just like, what did, what is going on? What's happening? And you know what I haven't seen? I'm going to make this big call out and maybe call me the Jerry Nadler of civilians. You know what I haven't seen? Nazis. I haven't seen Nazis marching in the street, but I've been told there's a major Nazi presence brewing in the country and that we should be most concerned with right-wing extremism, even though people who are declared Marxists, socialists, and communists continue to firebomb property that doesn't belong to them. Because, hey, they don't believe in personal private property. Who does it really belong to, right? It's just out there in the ether. Yeah, ownership of stuff? Never heard of it. Yeah, but apparently right-wing extremism is the thing that we got to be most concerned with. So check yourself. I've also heard that the people throwing fireworks and using hacksaws and sledgehammers are actually right-wingers in disguise who have been sent out to discredit the radical left. And it's like, oh boy, all right, that's a dirty trick. But maybe I'm just the Nadler of civilians, like I said. I don't know. Boy, what an interesting show. What an interesting show. I don't know if we're going to make it to the election. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if we're even going to make it to election day. It's what a show. And I'm going to be honest with you, no matter who wins the election, stuff's still going to be going on. It's going to be going down. Listen, here is an odd theory of mine. I feel like the Democrats are actually trying to lose the election. I mean, why else would you run a senile individual with dementia who is a walking conversational liability? You tell me there wasn't anyone else that they could have put up there who would have kind of a fighting chance. Biden, bless his little heart, he has to be one of the most embarrassing candidates I've I've ever seen. And some people who aren't big fans of Donnie J are like, well, Donnie J is an embarrassment. But Biden, he's a bit of a train wreck. Yeah, he went on that uh, radio slash podcast of Charlemagne the God. And he said, if you're undecided about who you're voting for, black people, then you ain't black. Not you aren't black, which would have been an interesting call out in itself. But he jazzed it up with some street talk and said, you ain't black. And that was just kind of the beginning of the exposure of Biden, who had been kind of hiding out in a bunker for a while. The debates aren't going to happen. I'm going to tell you that right now. They are not going to allow Biden and Donnie J to throw down. You can't. You simply can't. You know, I've been looking forward to the debates. I don't care who's in them. I've never cared. I just know that debates are primetime television. You could make that a pay-per-view event, make it cost a grand. I'd pay for it immediately. This had the potential to be the most ruthless slugfest of all time. And I've been looking forward to it for years, actually. I'm like, man, that 2020 uh, series of debates, boy, is is that going to get out of hand? 
Boy, is that going to be a mudslinging fest. Yeah. Just two old guys yelling at each other and dissing each other. And I'm going to be honest with you. It didn't matter who the left was going to run. Donnie J, say what you want about him. He is the heckler in chief. I don't know if there has been a better heckler in the history of the United States. Do you remember what he did to secure the Republican nomination back in 2016? Started in 2015 when the Republican hopefuls, there were like 20 of them, and he just nicknamed all of them childish nicknames. And then he did the same thing to Hill Dog, called it Crooked Hillary. And that was like an, that was an effective tactic. Do you know the moment that Hillary lost the election? It was in the 2016 debates. I don't know if you remember this, but there was a fly, I believe, that kept landing on her face. And she said, well, it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump isn't in charge of the rule of law in this country. Then there was about a two second pause. And then Donnie J came in with, because you'd be in jail. And that, I got to tell you, that was the most legendary Mike Tyson-esque uppercut of verbal abuse I'd ever seen on television. I was just like, whoa, this is insane. This, I can't believe that this is how it's going. So naturally, I was looking forward to 2020. 2020 was supposed to be a great show. But little did I know that the world would descend into utter chaos and that Egyptian-style plagues would really limit our ability to get anything done in this world. You know, like sit inside at a restaurant, high-five people go to a grocery store and smile at a stranger. 2020 has been an odd year. I don't know what's coming next, but I would like to make some predictions. I think aliens are definitely on deck and they're just waiting for their chance um, to be like, hey guys, didn't think anything could get worse. Well, here we are, but it's not really going to be aliens. Come on. It's going to be this CGI whodunit directed by Michael Bay. There's going to be a lot of explosions. It's going to freak some people out. Obviously not you, a Darby cast doctor who at this time will already be a treasure hunter, not afraid of explosions. You don't want to go ahead and if you haven't heard Wednesday's uh, episode, Economic Wednesday, Benjamin Franklin. Why don't you go ahead and, and get that done? Why don't you pause this one? You go back a day, two days. Check that. Back one episode, back two days. Who done it? Aliens? Mount Vesuvius probably is in the works. I'm expecting maybe a killer earthquake. Uh, the ultimate would be a biblical style flood. That would be pretty solid. Illuminati Mike is of the mind that the harp weather system will use directed energy to melt the polar ice caps. Sea levels will rise and the wrath of the Illuminati will come in in a big way. People are saying that the Earth's magnetic poles might pull the old switcheroo. And it's like, nah, this year's been going weird enough. Why not? All the birds will just drop dead immediately. Their hearts will explode. And um, I don't know, whales will start migrating in the wrong direction. And Biden will 
comment on it and he'll be like, T-Rex kitty litter, buffalo sandwich, Obama. He's getting pretty rough, is he not? It keeps getting worse. He doesn't know where he is on a relative basis. And that's why you can't have him in the debates. I mean, that's just like quasi elder abuse. It is. And I feel bad for the guy more than anything, because I'm going to be honest with you. I've got very little faith in our quote unquote democracy. It's pretty evident that we've got kind of an oligarchy mainly run by tech and media companies that have a complete stranglehold on the flow of information in our society. Uh, And that they're kind of running the show through the court decision of unlimited political donations by corporations that was Citizens United. Uh, That really made political bribery by massive corporations all but certain. Anybody who's like, this is a threat to our democracy, I just kind of shake my head at them and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you? Do you know? Have you, do you know how to read a book? Um, do you have any idea how our political system works? Do you, people are worried about things like voter fraud. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Like who, it's just, it's going to be a weird show no matter what politics. We've already discussed this on the episode, American politics season nine. It's all one big show. It's all one big show. You're never going to really see the wizard of Oz, so to speak, the man behind the curtain. But if you did, you'd be like, oh, you're just some fucking old guy, huh? You're just some evil old guy with nothing to do and your penis doesn't work. And so this is how you get your rocks off. This is the only way that you can get that shriveled ween of yours fully torqued is to see people suffer. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Wizard of Oz. But boy. Feels like we got a few too many, uh, you know, lions and tin men cruising around. Too many scarecrows. What did the scarecrow wish he had? A brain. What did the tin man wish he had? A heart. What did the lion wish he had? Courage. Boy, what a metaphor. Why don't you just go ahead and watch the Wicked Witch of the West do her worst. See these flying monkeys everywhere. And see Toto, that dog, Dorothy, see them cruise down the yellow brick road. Why don't you check that out? Why don't you just do a little refresh and be like, oh, boy, was this prophetic. A lot of metaphors here. Big whodunit. But as all this is going down and the country seems to be crumbling at an incredibly rapid pace and the social fabric is all but deteriorated and It all seems to be going to hell in a handbasket. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the social media campaign that is hashtag challenge accepted, hashtag women empowering women. Yes, as the world falls apart around us, I love that gals have taken it upon themselves the arduous challenge. And I mean, this is tough stuff to take a selfie in black and white, touch it up with Photoshop and post it and then kind of congratulate themselves and other females on stuff. It's, it's huge. All the stuff that I've mentioned in the podcast so far, honestly, not nearly as important 
as gals taking headshots and feeling good about themselves. Because ultimately, that's what this world doesn't have enough of, is females congratulating themselves for doing amazing things like taking selfies and uh, using Photoshop. It's a shame that more attention hasn't been brought to females. How starved have so many gals been for attention lately? Because you had the George Floyd protest. Black people, they got a lot of coverage. Then you got Gay Pride Month and you got all those folks getting their time in the spotlight. They get their month. But boy, we're liberal white chicks just like, uh, excuse me, uh, have you forgotten that I exist? So naturally, they had to step in and hijack the situation and kind of highlight the fact that, hey, I'm here and you should be proud of me. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, thanks. Thanks for reminding us. Yeah, there's there aren't enough reminders that um, we need to stop everything and start high-fiving women who want to wear pantsuits or just gals who don't have a whole lot going on but who wouldn't mind taking a selfie. I think that's pretty important. I wonder what percentage of these gals who are like challenge accepted, because I'm sure there's plenty of them out there that are actually like they're doing a lot. They're, you know, they're writers They're They run their own business. They are mothers and they're artists. They've got stuff going on. They do stuff that I would argue is actually great and remarkable. But how many, what percentage is out there who's just like um, challenge accepted? You can't stop me. And it's like, I will stop you from doing what? You haven't done anything. Not yet, at least. And then the gals just be like, well, you don't get it. And truth be told, maybe I, maybe I don't. Maybe I just don't get it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm a bad guy for not quite understanding why this self-congratulatory exchange of black and white headshots was so important. Maybe I don't get it. I'm probably a bad dude to my core. I'm probably rotten. Yeah, the country's falling apart. This may be our last presidential election of all time. Widespread famine could be around the corner. Social unrest continues to mount. The dollar continues to show signs of bottoming out. Cyber warfare is a thing. Directed energy weapons from outer space might not be used to melt the ice caps, but to just murder people. Nuclear war, it, I guess, is a possibility. But it's like, can we just take a time out, take a couple selfies and drop a little challenge accepted? Why not? Hey, what about me? Yeah, I know the world's spiraling into chaos and there's a lot of people who are trying to figure it out and make plans and preparations and be like, Hey, I hope it doesn't all fall apart and I would like myself, my family, my friends to survive. I'm going to buy a ham radio. I'm going to buy some peanut butter and stock up on a couple gallons of water. But then you got gals being like, I got a degree in sociology from ASU. And it's like, oh, okay, all right, good job. Good job. Yeah, what a, what a world. Dudes, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to hit you with something that you already know. Nobody gives a shit about you. You already knew this. Dudes, you're not going to get a whole lot of recognition for things. 
you have to have an intrinsic drive to do things well. And for the most part, many people will never know your good deeds. This goes for you too, gals. Like, I'm going to just go ahead and say this to people. The best people don't necessarily crave witnesses to their good deeds. Do you get it? If you're doing things on a regular basis that are good, that are in the best interest of those around you, the people who are really about other people, they want to help people, they aren't frequently taking timeouts to be like, look at me, check me out. Here's a touched up photo of myself in black and white. Yay, chicks. What an interesting show this is, this world of ours. I bet y'all catch some flack for this, that there'll be some gals who are like, you don't understand a damn thing, man. You don't know how hard we have it. And it's like, okay, all right. Listen, historically, I guess gals had a rough time. I've, I've heard this. I've heard this. But it seems like you got a lot of people rooting for you these days, even if you don't do anything. Hell, dudes bend over backwards. They're working on sewage systems. And I don't think they ever stop to take a selfie and be like, I feel empowered. This one goes out to my friend, the garbage man. Maybe those are the real heroes. In fact, I think they are. The guys behind the scenes who are making everything work. The guys who are still showing up to work and doing the micro style dirty jobs. Those are the guys who are still cranking, making it all happen. We are not appreciative enough of the dirty jobs, guys. I'm going to say that right now. We've got too much of self-idolatry and celebrity worship and too much hand jobbing in politics. I'm going to tell you right now, throw out any hopes you have for the U.S. political system, because I'm going to tell you two truths right now. The battle for good and evil, heck, the battle for good and bad is one within yourself. And success is a series of habits. And it's also self-sacrificial. Okay? And you don't need a witness. You just don't. And that's why a lot of our heroes are unsung. We aren't necessarily seeing what they're up to. And it's not just guys, it's gals too. We're so busy helping people, so busy working on things, doing amazing things, that they don't take a time out to be like, oh, headshot time. Let me itemize a list of all my accomplishments and then add a quote, dance like no one's watching, love like you've never been hurt, sing like no one's listening, taste the rainbow, eat fresh. Whatever they're saying, right? in those uh, wonderful social media posts. Can the self-congratulatory handjob sessions, the circle jerks, can those just settle down for a second and we actually maybe focus on some things that are going on? You know, I like to make a lot of jokes on the Darby cast, but occasionally I'll zoom out a little bit and be like, hey, guys, time out. There's stuff going on. Uh, you're going to want to kind of hope for the best, prepare for the worst, and uh, also our... Uh, values in our society are completely inverted. The people that are receiving the most attention are doing the least and sometimes actively ruining things. And the people who are behind the scenes are actually making things happen. And we don't really thank them at all. So 
Maybe this one just goes out to Mike Rowe and just says, hey, thanks for doing the dirty jobs thing. And thanks for letting people know that behind the scenes, there are hard workers that, you know, they're doing it. They're doing it. I feel like a lot of people in this world, this crazy world of ours, boy, are they just craving recognition. And I get it. Recognition feels good. But self-validation, self-affirmation, nothing better than that. Being confident and not having to be like, hey, guess what I did? And a lot of you are probably scratching your heads right now. You'd be like, dude, you've got a podcast, you jackass. This has got to be self-serving in some way, right? And I'm sure, yeah. But I'll say it again because I've said it before. And for those of you who haven't heard, I do this to lift the spirits of those around me. If you're getting a chuckle out of this, I'm doing my job. And that is important because I'm going to be honest with you. People who are bummed out, perpetually bummed out, that's rough. We've got to keep our spirits high and we've got to have an attitude of what I might describe as unadulterated and maybe foolhardy optimism. Why the heck not? Why the heck not? So you know what? I hope that you listen to this today. If you're not a big social media person, I salute you. And I'm like, hey, it's fine that you're not posting about yourself. That's a-okay. If you don't have a business that you're promoting on social media, that's um, I'm fine with you not really being on it. Heck, I'm fine with you not being on it, period. I wish I weren't on any kind of social media. All I use it for, blitzing out the Darby cast. Why? Get people fired up. Get people stoked for the weekend. Help them kick off the week on a Monday. Get them over that uh, midweek lull, hump day, Wednesday. Yeah, tactical release dates. That's what the Darby cast has. That's why Kyle and I do this. Kyle, I'm so proud of you. You were heading down a dangerous path of becoming a problem drinker. You showed up buzzed for the first like 10 podcasts. And then all of a sudden you pivoted and you were like, I want to be a pro. And you know what? Not a lot of people even get to see that. But I'm going to call you out. I'm proud of you, Kyle. See, Kyle's not in the spotlight, but he works hard and I'm proud of him. Do you understand what's going on? I'm not going to encourage Kyle to post a selfie of himself. And he's not going to do that anyway. He's not that type of guy. But on that note, like, listen, give yourself a positive affirmation. Look at yourself in the mirror in the morning and be like, I'm a great person. I'm doing hard work. I'm affecting people's lives in my immediate geographic vicinity. I'm making changes. I'm standing up for what's right. Things are tough, but I can do it. Just recite that in the mirror. And then in the evening, maybe you just drop a little gratitude. You say, I'm really thankful for all the amazing people I have in my life. I'm really thankful for my skills. I'm thankful that I have a great mind, body, and spirit, and that I get to go out into this world, no matter how gnarly it gets, and make a difference. I'm thankful for people and not things. I'm thankful for my health 
and not my bank account. Do you understand? Do you get it? That's just a little roadmap for success. Anywho, as much as I want these debates to happen, I don't think they are. As much as I'd like the sustained violence going on around the country to you know, mellow out, I don't think it will. And I think there's a lot of nonsense on deck. What's next? Aliens, Vesuvius, earthquake, a deluge of water. I don't know. I don't know what's next. 2020, it's been really, it's, it's something. It's something, it sure is. But you're going to be okay. You link up with some good people and be like, hey, well, everybody else is taking selfies. How about we treat each other with some kindness and also prepare a disaster kit? That's Darby Cast for you. Wild Card Friday, back on Monday.